0: TRJ, Orange Park, Jacksonville. WAYL, St. Augustine. WATY, Folkestone, Georgia. Online at ilovethetruth.com
1: the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Hey, it's Michael Woolworth with Bible League International. And what a joy and comfort those words bring when we read those in our own Bible in the early part of John's Gospel. He tells us that God made good on His promise to give us Jesus, right? Who's with us and He's for us. Oh, the joy to read that around our dinner tables and in front of our fireplaces around Christmas time. But to think there's bible believers around the world who've been denied God's Word. They've never been able to read the Christmas story for themselves. But oh, the joy of thinking of many Christians Christians who will have that privilege this year. Right now, Truth Radio and Bible League we're teamed up to bless 1,200 Bibleist believers. You've done it for 900. We have 300 to go. You know what? $5 a Bible? Uh, if we could see 15 of you right now make a gift of 20 Bibles each, we would sing the Hallelujah chorus and get these Bibles on their way this Christmas. Would you pray about it? And then by December 22nd, call 800 Yes Word. That's 800 Yes Word or give at I Love Giving a Bible to somebody is the greatest gift you can give somebody
2: life sequence time. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero.
3: All engines running. Commit. Lift off
0: hey folks good afternoon welcome to swat radio brad sykes in today with my good buddy doug mccary coming to you live on this wednesday
4: afternoon it is uh i know it's hard to believe december 13th doug um only 17 more a day or 18 more days left in 2023 that's what's hard to believe right
0: oh man
5: yeah <laughs>
0: well i it, sorry I, I missed the last couple of days it's been a busy uh busy weekend actually Uh new 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 baby uh, arrived a couple of days ago yeah and new grandbaby number 10 number 10 that's, uh
4: shiloh you got me by three you, you shiloh michael shiloh michael we said yesterday you've got not only your own basketball team <laughs> but you've got both teams can play each other <laughs>
0: exactly that's crazy well it's, uh, you
4: know i'm sure you
0: guys do this from time to time i just to help out, just to try to, you know, see what we could do. So um, four of the boys went over with uh, Quinn's parents, and then we got the twins, and the twins are a little over a year old, oh, and then we also got uh, uh, Judah, and Judah is uh, about two years old. So we had one two-year-old and two one-year-olds, and uh, I am worn out. Which
4: was tougher honestly well <laughs> as far as like activity level you know well for me are they crawling the one year yes
0: they're yeah. crawling like crazy you know and i it's always one of those things man if they would just walk it'd be so much easier but then, i don't know but then they just you cause, can't you cause know judah's walking right oh yeah judah's yeah, yeah. all over the place and yeah. so i have a lot of fun with judah he's yeah. he is the sweetest boy <laughs> and i uh, you know i've got a lot of boys But he is the sweetest boy. He didn't, Doug. He did not cry the whole time he was with
4: us. Wow!
0: Now think about that. This is a two-year-old.
4: Yeah, he didn't cry
0: about everything. He didn't throw a fit. Now I mean, you know, Lord, just please keep him that way. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, we had we had such a good time. But I went over and played with Graham today. Graham is uh, my son, my son's son. And uh, anyway. Uh, got got judah and graham together to play and man they
4: are a handful together so much fun um but, well um have you been keeping up with anything going on in the world or have you been totally consumed <clears throat> uh, completely consumed i have tried at night at about
0: after we've put them down to bed to watch you know something in the news <laughs> yeah. if it gives you any indication as to whether or not i'm i'm fit to raise kids again i'm asleep by about 8 30 <laughs> so no i am not up on other than i did see that uh the president of upenn stepped down mm-hmm. i guess that was a couple of days ago
4: yeah because they have conservative <clears throat> donors harvard yes. still no
0: harvard yeah. yes keeping their their president mm-hmm. uh even though she plagiarized i did mm-hmm. read that isn't that amazing mm-hmm so let's take a guess as to whether or not that behavior would be acceptable, well, let's just say, regarding the LGBT community. Mm. What if you were to say, you just want to
4: wipe them all out? Mm-hmm. <laughs> How's that going to go over for you? Not good. Yeah. Not good. Well, um, it's interesting what's going on. Did you ever think you would see uh, Palestinian terrorists supported the way they have been? In this country, Doug, it's just it's amazing.
0: I mean, we've had a lot of things over the last three years, probably since COVID, that have made us scratch our heads and go, "What in the world is going on?" Mm-hmm.
4: This would have never flown. No, this wouldn't have even flown two, three years ago. No, it's it, it, but it, I. It appears as if the whole COVID thing, the the well, it goes back actually to George Floyd right you know george Floyd, the protest right, exactly. the burning of the buildings and people not really saying anything to allow what's going on now these you, you've got i don't know if you saw uh, over in the senate building i think it was yesterday there were a bunch of protesters that were arrested but i promise you they won't be treated like the people that were arrested for january 6th no exactly there, there's exactly there's such a double standard um even even dealing with uh, Hunter Biden, mm-hmm. do, do you think they would have treated Donald Trump Jr. the way they've treated him No. Can you imagine? It, it's it's insane. But um, the world is still a dangerous place right now. And I've been uh, keeping up watching what's going on in Israel and over in that part of uh, the world. And there's this phrase that keeps coming up, the Houthi rebels. Have you heard yes, that? Yes, I have heard that. Do you know what they are? i don't i didn't either no so i started doing a little research on it and i mean the rebels are over in yemen mm-hmm. and they're they've been trying to shoot missiles or drones to uh impact shipping over there and they just n- barely missed a uh, a commercial tanker that was taking jet fuel okay i did i did read about that well um uh You know, Yemen, like when's the last time we really heard about Yemen? I mean, you hear about some terrorist stuff every now and then, but it is the Arab world's poorest country. And uh, there's 28 million people there. But back in the 1990s uh, is when the Houthi movement started, Mm -hmm. and it got its name from its leader, Hussein al-Houthi. He died back in 2004, but they've kept that. And so – the Shiite group, which is backed by Iran, uh, has been fighting Yemen's Sunni-majority government. See, so the Yemen government is majority Sunni uh, for the last 20 years. And they control the capital city of Sana'a, um, and they've been protesting the what the Israeli Defense Force has been doing over into Gaza. Um, and so that's why they're involved. But it, you know, to the Shiites are in Iran, the Sunnis are, are what controls uh, the government right now in Yemen. And there's been tension between Saudi Arabia and Iran that it goes back decades. Uh, and so if you don't know about the Sunni Shiite split, that is much more of a political split than it is hmm. a, religious split right They, they all are muslim they all read uh the quran they would all say that allah is the one true god and muhammad was his messenger that's their 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 belief um but the the original schism between these two is is a political thing because uh what happened is they 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 struggled with who should succeed Muhammad when Muhammad mm. died, and so uh, the the Shiites are much more rigid in their hierarchy, and um, and they 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 basically interpret the Islamic schools of law different. Uh, Shiites would give human beings an exalted status uh, that's pretty much um, only. To given to prophets in the Quran, Um, but the Sunnis don't do that. And so they have a difference on that, and they fight a lot. I mean, you look around a lot of different countries, they're fighting, but um, about 90% of the 1.6 billion Muslims in the world are Sunnis. Hmm. So think about that. 90% of the 1.6, only about 10% are Shia. Uh, are Shiite so uh, they got a pretty big battle going on wow <laughs> but the Shiites tend to be a little more um, I don't know uh, well we we'll just think about it if if uh, the, the Shiites are in Iran <laughs> you you know mm. um, you know uh, who's trying to get the nuclear bombs yeah. over there right yeah so right? Mm. <laughs> so they're, they're, it's a mess it, it, what's going on in the Middle East? And again, we talked about this before on air. And if you're just tuning in, SWAT stands for Spiritual Warriors Advancing Truth. But the first segment, we usually talk about um, cultural things and what's happening. And I, I just kept seeing this hootie phrase. I never right. knew what it meant. Yeah. But it's because of a leader over there in the country of Yemen that started uh, pretty much uh, a fight back, and and so it's it, it evolves. Everything pretty much, or I should say, devolves into a Shia-Sunni kind of mm, battle mm. over there. And uh, sound familiar? It's good to know. Yeah, yeah I was going to yeah. say, it does sound very familiar. Very familiar. So, hey, I saw something the other day that was interesting. Have you, do you know who Krampus is? Have you heard of Krampus? Mm-mm. C-R-A-M-P-U-S? K-R-A-M-P-U-S. Well, Uh He's a demonic anti-Santa, right? I, I've never even knew. Wait, wait a minute. Demonic anti-Santa. Yeah, it's a European invention. A, a kind of a a guy who wears a, a, a red cloak with a hairy horn goat-like monster face, like evil-looking face, right. right? And apparently there's a movie where he's in it, like mm. Hollywood has picked up on it, um but uh he's kind of like the alter ego to saint nicholas the bad guy oh gotcha. i show you i'm gonna okay. show you a picture okay <laughs> you're gonna freak when you see this look at this oh my word that's what? horrendous yeah that is? yeah and so he's like this demonic well he's so who's who's the, the, the invention who the one- invented this krampus well, the, uh, well, Europeans did, but he's becoming popular in America. Of course he is. <laughs> of course he is. Anything evil, you know. Uh, people don't want Holly Jolly anymore. <laughs> they want evil. Um, I, In fact, we were going to go to the movie, and there was a Thanksgiving movie out, and I go in, and I said, what's this movie about? And they say, oh, it's a horror movie. And I'm like, you don't get that impression for, <laughs> it's Happy Thanksgiving is the name of the movie. I'm like, <sighs> oh, my goodness. It's like... Uh, it's like evil's everywhere, it and really it, is. It's just kind of invading everywhere. <laughs> you,
0: you, you, when I came in, you said, uh, you were bringing up this article about these uh, Gen Zers, yeah, a millennials, Gen Z go on tirades over jobs,
4: climate, yeah, yeah, yeah They want a, a 150 <laughs> to 200k job uh, a year. Wh- wh- I do too. Tell- I would like yeah, one of those, that'd yeah, be nice, right? Exactly, yeah, uh, but but. They're, they're getting upset because all they can get is seventy to eighty thousand dollar a year jobs right now think about that who and where's that where, where are they getting 80 grand I mean I don't know man uh, but man. It, it, it is it is a reflection really of our country and the entitlement aspect that you don't see in a lot of other places in the world uh we, we have been so blessed here that now we have this entitlement mm-hmm. mentality. Yeah. And um, it, it's really, it's really impacting. We were talking, Lori and I were out uh, at a restaurant the other night and we were talking to the manager and he was just talking about, he said, I can't even give constructive criticism without my servers going to the bathroom and crying. I mean, I'm just trying to help them become better and they, they take it so personal. Isn't that crazy? It's just a different world. You know, Vicky
0: and I were talking about it the other day after we, in fact, it was after we got off the radio on Friday. Uh, I think we went, had to go somewhere, and our conversation was about, you know, raising kids in this generation. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, we talked about raising kids on the air, but we got into more, some other things, and we talked about this particular issue that, you know what is it? You know there are a lot of struggles that we're facing in our world today. But I'll tell you, raising up kids that don't feel entitled is going to be a tough Woo! task. It's going to be tough for your kids and my kids. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, we can we can dive in later. Well, I know we got a lot of text to cover today. Yeah, yeah. Glad you tuned in. If you want to call us this afternoon, the number is eight four four seven 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 nine two eight. That's 844-777-7928. If you have any questions or comments, uh, we'd love to get your emails at at SWATRadio.com. That's A-S-K at swatradio.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after the break.
2: This program has the potential to reach millions of men each week. If you'd like to learn how you can support this unique program that is helping men understand the truth about Jesus through God's word, and how to impact their lives and the lives of others, then go to www.swatradio.com. Then click on the donate link to help SWAT Radio pass on the truth for the next generation.
5: Joshua nine states, Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Highway to Eternity Ministries is dedicated to encouraging those who have lost hope. The ministry seeks to serve those who cannot find peace and are considered unfit for inclusion in Christ's church. They use published works to teach God's word and share the encouraging testimonies of lives that have been transformed through God's power and grace. Highway to Eternity Ministry serves as a parachurch ministry that comes alongside churches to share its passion and commitment through spiritual writings, nuances, and experiences to everyone who has an interest in the teachings of Jesus Christ. For more information, contact Jeff Andrews at 904-436-5175 or visit www.highwaytoeternity.com. Highway to Eternity Ministries is a proud sponsor of SWAT Radio.
2: The Florida-Georgia Truth Network, on the air in Fernandina Beach at 91.3.
0: Welcome back to SWAT Radio. Brad and Doug here on this Wednesday afternoon. Glad you tuned in. You want to call this afternoon. Again, the number is 844 777 Love to hear from you. Mary, did you know? One of my favorites probably. It's a uh, good one, isn't it? It is. In fact, I was just reading this morning about Mary's response to the angel appearing to her, mm. letting her know that uh, you're going to have a child. Yeah. you know, what her response was, mm-hmm. you know, and I think it's a, I was kind of looking at it thinking, boy, that'd make a great lesson to talk about. Mm-hmm. What is it? What, how did Mary respond? And the only word I could come up with was worship. Mm-hmm. She literally worshiped.
3: Yeah. You
4: know,
0: and, and the, and the, uh, the,
4: the song that she sang. Exactly. It was a beautiful
0: song. Oh my isn't? goodness. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was, that's, you know, you look at the, kind of the internal what's happening inside her you know there's a there's a intensity there's a humility um that i feel like sometimes we don't have in worship you Mm. know she recognized she wasn't worthy you know yeah even though that she was called she was called righteous godly Mm.
4: yeah well um you know you've been out monday and tuesday this week but we we finished up mark one or we're finishing it up today um mark one 40 through 45 and dave and i covered uh the first i call them pegs the first two pegs <laughs> um as we looked at this text it's, it's not a long text it's only six six verses and it has a parallel account uh, in matthew and in luke and, you know, there's only two instances, Brad, in the Bible, uh, in the New Testament, where lepers were healed. This this one mm-hmm. and um, the healing of the ten lepers, you know, where only one comes yes. back. That's really it. Yeah. In the Old Testament, there's one leper healed in the whole Old Testament, hmm. Naaman. And so as we've been kind of going through this, uh, we talked about, the first peg was God reveals a man's desperate plea for help. The second one was the Messiah's deep pain in his heart over the consequence of sin. Just seeing this man and seeing the devastating results. I mean, I was sharing with David uh, yesterday and Monday that being over in India in a leper colony, seeing people that had. What's called modern-day Hansen's disease is what it's known as today. And you see, you know, at first you may not notice anything unless you start to look at extremities. Now, some of them you could see it. They may have uh, stuff on their face or stuff on their arms. But where you really notice it is you look at extremities where they've tried to pick up a scalding hot pan or reach into a coal fire and not feel it they get you and i start feeling the heat as we're getting close right Mm -hmm. so we know not to push in right they don't feel anything isn't that interesting and they get burned their skin feels it i mean it responds to it the way our skin would they just don't feel it because they have no nerves and their skin gets necrotic it begins to fall off or become deformed and for Jesus, in Luke's account, it says this guy was covered with leprosy, which means it's later stages, and he's desperate. And um, we see Jesus moved with deep compassion for this guy. And, um, and so um, he all, we also see uh, the last peg, which uh, we, we are going to really dive down into today is the master's different plan for the hurting. Let me ask you this, Brad. Does Jesus want everybody healed physically here on earth? No. Well, you say that too loud, people might get upset <laughs> because that's not the message we hear in a lot of places. Right. And you go, but wait a minute, he doesn't want me to suffer. Well, define suffer. Exactly. Is it better to suffer physically and grow spiritually? I mean, I I remember a guy named Tommy who was out at the beach. One of our SWAT guys had been trying to reach him. He'd been trying to set me up with this guy to connect with him, share the gospel with him for a long time. The guy finally ends up coming to an outreach event, um, and uh, Joe Gibbs was speaking. Joe Gibbs gave a gospel presentation and the guy repented and uh, started coming to swap Bible study. Never would come before that, but he started coming to swap Mm -hmm. Bible study and um, he ended up uh, just following Christ and got diagnosed with ALS shortly after that because he started falling and having some issues Mm. and In a year and a half, he was gone. But for the last year and a half, his body physically was breaking down. But his soul spiritually was growing so that when a group of SWAT guys came to see him toward the latter stages of his life, we got a picture of us around him, and he's given a thumbs up, and he's like had such a healthy perspective on dealing with this terminal illness that the only way he could have had that is a a, a strong faith in Christ. And so the master's uh, different plan for the hurting a lot of times is something we don't necessarily embrace. And so that's the third 10 peg we're going to deal down. Messiah came to heal souls. He didn't come just to heal bodies. And I asked David this. How many people that Jesus healed during his time on earth died? All of them. Every one of them. Even Lazarus twice. Yes. Is that not crazy? Yeah. Yep. Have you ever heard anybody teach on that? No. No. Every one of them died. <laughs> yeah. We know they died. In fact, if you're listening to this, unless Jesus comes back during your lifetime—
5: Mm-hmm.
4: your body is physically going to die. It could die at 50, 40. I read about a 33-year-old passing away mm-hmm. the other day. Uh, they don't know what caused it. He just fell fell over dead. So it doesn't matter if you're 20, 30, 40, 50, 80, 100, 110. These bodies are not designed to be eternal. Paul talks about that. He says we have a different body Then we're going to get an eternity. So the Master's different plan for the hurting is that He came to heal souls, not necessarily your body. Yeah, that's kind of a hard to hear. It is hard when we're struggling. Yeah.
0: Well, because, and I think some of the uh, obviously, I think a lot of that stems from a culture uh, that believes a false gospel. They Mm -hmm. believe a a let's be honest it's not the jesus we see in scripture yeah it's a jesus who came to heal Mm -hmm. and not a uh not a jesus who came to save yeah Uh, he's healer before he's savior
4: in a lot of people's eyes yeah you know when you read this text it's full of a lot of stuff. I mean, it's only six verses, but you can gain a lot of insight about it. Remember, just as a quick reminder, leprosy is and has been a graphic illustration of sin uh, because they both are kind of a an outward visible sign of something inner in our inside that's mm-hmm. corrupted, right? Mm-hmm. And so Both are incurable apart from God. There's no cure for leprosy. There's no cure for sin. You can't 12-step sin out of your life. Mm. You can't. Mm. It's impossible. You can't um, Alcoholics Anonymous sin out of your life. You can't Small Group sin out of your life. There's one cure for a sinful heart, and it's Jesus, only Jesus, there's nothing else. It's not Jesus plus AA. It's not Jesus plus 12 steps. It's not Jesus plus your church. It's not Jesus plus your small group. It's not Jesus plus your family. It's not Jesus plus anything you do. It is Jesus and Jesus alone. And so this man is a picture of us spiritually being desperate because if if we allow sin to continue in our heart the way leprosy overtook his body, we're going to be alienated, isolated, and pretty soon, if we continue unchecked and unhealed, then uh, we're going to start to show deterioration to people yeah. on the outside. Yeah. That's what I thought of when you <clears throat> you're talking about
0: that. Um, and I was thinking, who was the coach? Was it Dungy's son who had... I don't know that he had this, but he had something where he couldn't
4: feel pain. Mm, Who was that? I, uh, I didn't know. I, I'm, I'm just not ringing a bell. Thinking with it. it's
0: Tony Dungy's son. I'm, I may be wrong. So text me or call no. me if, if I'm wrong and I may be. But it, this idea <clears throat> of leprosy, you know, really understanding just the physical aspects of it, of, of not feeling pain, and yet I think we're from a spiritual standpoint sin makes us callous yes it it it's you know like as a golfer you know always had calluses all over my hands well even like for a the baseball cult. player too exactly. it's the same thing and you yeah. can't feel it yeah sin does that to us it hardens our heart it calluses our sensitivity to uh the, the to
4: sin well paul you know? says that we we have a seared conscience right exactly we exactly. don't and we're not even aware of the danger yeah. that is lurking out there. the leprosy
0: of the heart, right? Yep. Hey, we're going to take one quick break. Call us this afternoon, 844-777-7928. That's 844-777-SWAT. If you have any questions or comments, you don't have time to call us, email us at askatswatradio.com. A-S-K at swatradio.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
3: News. I'm John Scott. An appeal that could up in hundreds of charges stemming from the January 6, 2021 Capitol riot, including against former President Donald Trump, will be heard by the Supreme Court early next spring. The justices will review an appellate court ruling that revived a charge against three defendants accused of obstruction of an official proceeding. The charge refers to the disruption of Congress's certification of Joe Biden's 2020 presidential election victory over Mr. Trump. The justices separately are considering whether to rule quickly on Mr. Trump's claim that he can't be prosecuted for actions taken within his role as president. A federal judge already has rejected that argument. Correspondent Jeremy House reporting, a decision on the appeal is expected by early summer of next year. Also at srnnews.com, Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell criticizing Biden judicial nominee Adil Abdullah Manji for supporting Muslim extremist propaganda.
2: McConnell calls the nomination Yet another head-spinning example of the Biden administration's radical approach to filling the federal bench. Especially at such a dangerous time in U.S. history. American Jews are facing an historic wave of anti-Semitic hate. Much of it coming from campus organizations across the country. Like the one Mr. Manji and guided and supported at Rutgers. One that hosted speakers calling for intifada inside the United States. Is the administration really asking the Senate to give life tenure on the Court of Appeals to a nominee with an extensive record of condoning terrorist propaganda? Bob Agner reporting.
3: As Wall Street waits for a Fed decision on interest rates that is due shortly, stocks are mixed. The Dow hit nine points now, but the Nasdaq is down five.
2: This is SRN News. This is Roger with The Truth Radio, and we're sending Bibles to the world. Here's Michael with The Bible League.
1: Roger, I'm coming to you and your wonderful listeners today with a very urgent Christmas message. Remembering John 1, where John writes, The Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and yet in the regions of Asia, Africa, the Middle East, and Latin America, would you know that as many as 9 of 10 new believers, members of our spiritual family, our brothers and sisters, they've never read that passage for themselves because they do not own a Bible? Everyone wants to read the Bible, but many of them will be sharing a single Bible. All of us at Bible League, we're so excited. You have blessed 900 Bibleist believers. We've set a goal to bless 1,200. We've got 300 to go. You know what? $5 a Bible? If we saw 15 of you right now make a gift of 20 Bibles each, that's $100. We'll be at goal and we'll get these Bibles on their way this
2: Christmas. $5 cents a Bible, 100 cents 20. Call 800 Yes Word, 800 Y E S W O R D, or click the Bible League banner at I Love the Truth jtb westbound's heavy from the beaches to the east beltway and gate parkway up to phillips highway eastbound's busy from belford to south beach parkway san pablo and hodges are slow in both directions driving up to the lights at beach and atlantic cloudy tonight with a breeze alone near 57 windy thursday high 66 with traffic and weather i'm tom murphy
5: The stars are brightly shining.
1: It is the night of our dear Savior's birth.
0: Hey, welcome back to SWAT Radio. Just went away. Uh, uh, listen, I'm glad you tuned in today. Brad Sykes here, along with Doug McCary, coming to you live on this Wednesday afternoon. Doug, good to be in studio with you. And and I got a couple of texts. Hey, I, it's always nice to get texts from you guys. And you notice I'm not here, so mm. thank you. <laughs> it is good to be back, and it's uh, good to good to get into the word together. You know, it seems like Doug these busy. This time of the year, which to me is a time when really our focus should be on the Lord. Hmm. It's so focused on so many other things and the distractions that we're, that we, I would say that we allow to come in. And uh, I fully admit I am, I am often very distracted,
4: you know, this time of the year, but. Well, I, one thing I like is when I'm. You know, I told you with Abby, we listen to Christmas music all the time, but now you listen to it and you see lights everywhere. Right. And there's something, I I don't know if it just brings out the kid in us. Um, you know, certainly I was talking to David yesterday. I don't hear songs today without thinking of Israel where I've been over there thinking Mm. about the shepherd's fields, thinking about the shepherd's cave, uh, kind of stuff, you know? And, um, uh, I, I like that uh, And it is a time for us To to kind of reflect You know people go Well you know They didn't celebrate Christmas then It's a pagan holiday Any We should be celebrating Christmas 20, or 365 exactly. I mean just like Abby <clears> throat> likes throat> to yes. do You know with the, there, there's, we The fact that we set aside A day to celebrate His birth Yes I agree. Uh, People turn it into a commercial thing. People turn it into uh, a a selfish thing, a a gift thing. But one thing we're doing this year is we are celebrating with our family. And we're saying, don't go spend money on gifts. We're going to do white elephants, $20 max, just a fun gift exchange but we're going to play games. We're going to have a conversation. We're going to put, we got a basket. We're going to put all our devices in, you know, and just have a time of interaction as a family mm. over the holidays to talk about what's really important. Yes. You know? Yeah. So, yeah,
0: I was uh, listening to a uh, <clears throat> one you probably heard at some point uh, was MacArthur sermon, and I think it was titled, uh, the the, um, the spirit of Christmas. I mm-hmm. think that's the name of it. And when you think of the spirit of Christmas, what comes to your mind? You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, he he kind of goes down a whole list of different spirits. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, whether it's the spirits you buy at the liquor store, mm-hmm. or it's some other kind of spirit. You know, like some. Mm-hmm. Spirit of Santa Claus, or the spirit of this, or the spirit of that. Well, can you imagine the economic impact Christmas has? Yeah, this. Yes, you're right. I mean, it. We have made it this way. Mm. We have turned our focus from uh, the King mm. who came in the flesh to so many other things.
4: And, he, uh, he came. You know, when you really stop and think at the fact that the creator of the universe came the way he did, mm-hmm. it's no wonder nobody nobody received they didn't right. expect him to come like right. that. Yeah. Mm. You know, I love that song. It's such a such strange way to save the world. You remember that Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um well listen, I I'd like you to read the text again. Yeah. The three pegs that we're looking at in Mark one, forty to forty-five is God reveals a man's desperate plea for help. We covered that on Monday. Uh, Yesterday, we looked at the Messiah's deep pain in his heart. He was moved with pity over this guy who approached him. The pain that had wrecked this guy's life, the pain of alienation, isolation, and the fact that this guy was just really deteriorating before his eyes. But he was so desperate that... He's not supposed to be around people. He's he's supposed to be yelling unclean, unclean. And he comes to Jesus, says, If you will, you can make me clean. And Jesus moved with pity, touched him and said, I will be clean. And it says the leprosy left him right away. Well, then Jesus does something strange in verse 43. He said, Uh, don't tell anybody. I'm gonna let you read the text. <laughs> yeah. But We've heard this before. Yeah. Yeah. Don't yeah. tell anybody. Why would, well, I, this is the greatest things ever happened to mm-hmm. me. Think about the best thing that's ever happened in your life. Yeah. And you're told, but you can't tell anybody. Yeah. Uh, it's, it, and people, some people, Brad, actually teach that this guy's disobedience is a lesson for us that we should be obedient. Mark is not focused on the disobedience. He's focused on the fact that this guy couldn't contain it. Yeah. Exactly. The excitement. So yeah. go ahead and yeah. read Mark 1, 40 to 45. Yeah, it says, And a leper came to him, imploring
0: him, and kneeling, said to him, If you will, you can make me clean. Moved with pity, he stretched out his hand and touched him and said to him, I will be clean. Mm. And immediately the leprosy left him, and he was made clean. Mm. And Jesus sternly charged him,
4: these are the very words of god well at verse 43 it says he sternly i mean that 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 is not just hey don't go tell anybody he's like emphatically telling him and it's the same warning he gave over in mark uh i'm sorry matthew chapter 9 verse 30 when he healed some blind guys now why would he tell him not to do that well the reason is Everybody's looking for a healer mm-hmm. of the physical, yeah. but they weren't looking for a spiritual healer. They didn't necessarily care about their spiritual salvation as much as they cared about their physical healing. And everybody wants a physical healer. Um, and that's really Brad, to be honest with you, it's, that's a big part of the quote American gospel, um, everybody wants a handout they want a genie jesus Mm -hmm. they want an atm jesus it's about crowds and prosperity uh very financially motivated in fact you look at guys like kenneth copeland joel osteen uh creflo dollar like kenneth copeland's net worth 760 million dollars almost a billion dollar net worth mm. from the ministry Garleton. from the ministry yeah um uh, that that that's pretty astounding right I, it, but but again the sad part is people like that prey on people that want to be physically healed and you watch their ads you watch their pleas, you know promising everything from a spiritual handkerchief. Mm. that can give you healing it's been prayed over uh, i actually got a mass mailing from a ministry saying that if you know they sent a paper cut out of a of a like a handkerchief thing and said that if you the blessing cloth or rug or whatever if you will use this and then send it back with your donation God will bless you, but you have to sow. you got to sow a seed. And it's all just, and Jesus says, I don't want any part of that. I'm not going to be a healer of the temporary. I came for eternity. I came to heal your soul. And he tells him, go to the priest, show the priest. And by the way, he's going back to Leviticus 14 where they had to kill two doves. They killed one dove, drained the blood into fresh running water, living water, and the priest would then take a hyssop branch, dip it in the blood and water, sprinkle it on the other dove and let him go free, symbolizing that the person is now free. Someone dies, someone lives. And 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 they did this for leprous-like diseases, but only one person had ever been healed of leprosy. That was Naaman. And in the second temple period, they actually had a court of lepers in the temple that was for the time that Messiah would come and heal a leper because mm. only God could heal a leper. Isn't that interesting? And no leper had ever been in there, no healed leper, until Jesus came. And he said, go show yourself to the priest uh, as a testimony to them, not that you are healed, but that I'm Messiah. That's what that was about. Boy, I wish we could just stop right there spend about a week into
0: that right yeah. there. Just the, the, That is so good. So good. Well, wow. We're going to take another break. 844-777-SWAT. 844 7928 Call us. Love to hear from you. You can email us questions. Ask at SWATradio.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
2: We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls. SWAT Radio is underwritten in part by The Guardian Group, you know Brad Sykes as co-host of SWAT Radio. While Brad is committed to making disciples both on and off the air, his ministry extends into the marketplace as a licensed real estate agent with Keller Williams Southside. Brad and his wife, Vicki, are real estate agents in Northeast Florida. They are the founding partners of The Guardian Group. They help people buy, sell, and invest in real estate with offices near Butler and Southside Boulevards. That's 904-480-7255. And online at GuardianGroupJax.com. That's GuardianGroupJax.com. The Guardian Group. Happy to bring you SWAT radio on the truth. The Florida-Georgia Truth Network. The Jacksonville Beaches listen at 91.7.
5: It's almost christmas time everybody i can't wait i left the lights up all year round i just couldn't bear the thought of taking them down i've been singing jingle bell rock since july all the neighbors look at me like i'm crazy but i i got a feeling that i just can't shake you see it's
4: Lasted 364 days and now I'm too excited I can't sleep a wink Hey,
0: welcome back to SWAT Radio. Did you Radio? pick that song?
5: Yeah, I didn't <laughs> I, pick
4: that one. I didn't one. know who picked that one. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, that um, yeah, was funny. Well, the know. things we do on a break. Oh, my gosh. You know, we're a little Wikipedia
0: on Kenneth Copeland. Yeah. Yeah, he's 87 years old. Uh, born in Lubbock, Texas. Lives in looks like tarrant county that's all
4: that's up in the fort worth area well everything's big in texas everything is big in texas and clearly (laughs) kenneth copeland is big yeah he's big (laughs) well um hey i really i want to go back to this temple thing because in the northwest corner of the court of the women it was a chamber for lepers where lepers who had been cured would come to bathe on the eighth day of their purification process and then wait for the guilt, sin, and burnt offering to be sacrificed by the priest because remember, if somebody was a leper, a true leper, they were cut off from God. Mm -hmm. This man was cut off. That's why he was so desperate and he didn't ask Jesus to make him well. He said, make me clean. He wanted to be clean. And clean meant that he could worship God. He was right before god and and so jesus told him just go show yourself to the priest as a testimony to them that i am messiah and um but what did he do verse 45 you read it said he proclaimed it freely in in the news spread such that jesus could no longer enter a city he had to go into unpopulated areas. I love the way MacArthur flips it. He, I think it was MacArthur who said, Jesus, who was clean um, and able to go anywhere in the city, touched a man who was unclean who couldn't go anywhere in the city, and they flipped places. Mm. Jesus had to go into the desert and became unclean for touching a leper, even though the leper's now clean. And that's what he does for me and you. Yeah. He took our sin. He died on the cross for you and me so that we could be part of his kingdom. We could be people who would gladly go tell people. And I was kind of struck by this because when you look at this text, there's people that actually teach, well, uh, you know, the guy was disobedient to Jesus. Mark's not talking about the guy's failure to obey here. That's not his point. His point is that when we have been healed by Jesus, it is very natural for us to want to go tell people. Sure. sure. So much so that if he tells mm-hmm. us not to, we can't help yeah, it. Yeah. Because we're so excited. Now, what strikes me, Brad, is Jesus told this man, don't go tell, and he told everybody. He tells us to go tell everybody and we're and we quiet and we don't tell anybody isn't that interesting yeah yeah how can 90 percent of the people in churches who say they have been healed by him not want to tell people right can you help but tell people if you if you're around i mean it is such a part of conversation all the time it's not a compartment right. in our life right it is our life it is our life we have been yeah. touched by the healer yeah. You know, I, I can't
0: help, and I don't know why this didn't surface right immediately, but what you just brought out where he says, if you will, you can make me clean. I don't know why it is we immediately
4: think of healing here, yeah. not cleanliness. Not the, not the spiritual cleanliness that yeah. you have to have to be yeah. right with God. You know? so Um So—, so here's the deal and and people you can call in if you want. I mean, I know we've been talking about a lot of different things, but you can call in about this. Uh, I, I just have a question for you. If you're listening out there, can pain deepen our knowledge of God? Brad, can it? Yes, it absolutely can. Um, yeah. Do, do you find that your walk with Jesus is much deeper after you go through painful times than it would be as it if you didn't. Yes, no doubt. I mean, that's a very simple.
0: But none, answer. But
4: none of us want to go through. Painful we don't want times. to go through it. No. But right. but do you want a life of superficial belief? No. Uh, do you want? I mean, that because that's really the two yeah. options. But yeah. see, that's why I believe in Scripture. It tells us. Don't be surprised by these fiery trials. Yeah. It is those trials that deepen us in our walk with yeah. Him. I and mean, James says they produce an endurance.
0: Yeah. James says, "Consider it pure joy when you encounter those trials." So, but but he says, knowing mm-hmm. that the testing of your faith will produce endurance. So, how's your faith tested?
4: Is your faith tested in in the highs or in the lows? Yeah, it's, it's always tested. Well, uh, there is a proverb that says a man is tested by his praise, but usually it's when we go through the difficult times that we wonder yeah. if he cares. Yeah. Why I think it's so important. It says he was moved with pity, deep compassion for this guy. But here's some takeaways as you think about it. Remember, the theme for the week is the inclusivity of Jesus, that he, even this guy who was, alienated from everybody and isolated because of leprosy one of the takeaways for me brad was that jesus is whosoever or whoever is usually different than ours in other (laughs) words there's nobody outside of jesus reach sometimes in the past i have excluded people that i thought were unreachable Mm -hmm. because of either the depth of their sin on the surface that I was able to witness or their constant rejection. Yeah. And then I'll I'll come along and I'll read a story um, about a guy like J.I. Packer, I believe, not J.I. Packer, not him. Um, Oh, it was Ian Bounds. Oh, uh, yeah. Who prayed for a guy. He prayed for this guy's salvation, for most of his later life and the guy just would not bow his heart to christ and at his funeral is when the guy bowed his heart to christ so mm-hmm. he never saw it he never saw the result of that prayer but god knew what he was doing And he prayed fervently for that guy. And the more you pray for people, the more your heart is moved toward them. Amen. And so, you know, no one is outside of Jesus reach. So that neighbor that you see that when you're getting ready and going to church on a Sunday and they're out in the yard and doing yard work and you just look at them and wonder, man, you feel so sad for them. Let your heart be moved with deep pity. Like Jesus was in fact, That's the second observation is Jesus cares deeply about the pain and consequence of sin in our lives. And we are all lepers and, and he hurts over our pain. He wants to heal us and let what he has done in our life cause us to look at others with that same deep pity, deep compassion for people, Because sometimes it's easy to get cynical, isn't it? Oh, man, it
0: really is. I was thinking of, am I thankful for the trip I took recently up to uh, Fort Worth, as a matter of fact, for a football game? And I've shared that a little bit. But just some of the guys that I connected with, they're far from God
5: mm-hmm.
0: and calloused like the leper, you know, just calloused in the heart. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think some of the conversations I had with Vicky were just that— um, why do we expect blind people to act like they have sight? Why do we expect deaf people to act like they can hear?
4: Why do we expect expect unsaved people to act like they're saved? They're lost. Yeah. You know, well, you know and I've used this illustration a lot is that if a blind person came in here with their cane and they tripped and it fell on you and yeah. you got hurt, your immediate response would be, oh, that hurt. But you would see that Mm. they were blind, and you would go, oh, you know, you would have more compassion on Mm. them. Mm. There are people spiritually blind all around us. Absolutely. And they trip, and they fall on us, and it hurts. And we we need to pray for them. You know, one of the things I was struck by in this text, uh, because it is in the book of Mark, later in Mark, there's a guy named Simon the leper in Mark chapter 14. And at this point in the gospel, at the end of chapter 14, or at the beginning of chapter 14, we're so far in Mark now that it's at this point, Jesus had already been identified by the Sadducees and the leaders in Jerusalem. And the threat had been made. If you're associated with him, you will be excommunicated to be excommunicated from the temple and the synagogue was a death knell for a Jew because that was their connection to God, right? Well, in Mark fourteen three, it says Simon the leper. Now, I don't know if it was this guy that we're reading about in Mark 1, hmm. but he obviously had been a leper who was healed. He did not care about excommunication from the, the tradition of man. All he cared about was being in the presence of Jesus. And, you know, when we think about our own journey, are, are we more concerned about what people think or do we just want to be with Jesus? Do do I exclude people from Jesus' reach as if he can't heal them? Can God heal anybody? Absolutely. He can. Am I deeply moved by the pain of people's alienation? As we kind of close out the program, I want us to think about these things and pray for those people around you that are hurting, especially during this time of year. Mm-hmm. When you see somebody out in the world, whether a server or at a restaurant or whatever, take note of them and just offer to be an encouragement to them. Hey, is there any way I can mm-hmm. pray for you? Amen. Be a light for Jesus.
0: Amen. Amen good to be back in studio thanks for the text and uh, david and i'll be back in on friday yes
4: steve biondo tomorrow tim tebow foundation will be my guest yeah. and you guys will close out the the live programs for the christmas year right that's it man can we play christmas music well, yeah you can yeah yeah okay. you can.
0: <laughs> good yeah jeremy thanks brother we'll yeah. see you soon